Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now everything i learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy whether one line of plot holes or two it is poopies. It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Izzy. And I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. The Wolf Gap. Ah. Ah. 2014's <laughs> cult classic, The Wolf Gap. Um, Wait, is this only 2004? 2014. 14, 14. 14. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um, but first, <laughs> uh, we got a few beers to try. Yeah, we do. Uh, uh, we're kind of going outside what we normally do, and we're drinking an InBev beer. Yeah, this one's from uh, Golden Road Brewing, uh, recently purchased oh. by InBev out of Los Angeles. However, it's their Wolf Pup Session IPA. It was needed. Also, we bought this a while ago. We may have bought it before the Just before, yeah. <laughs> Possibility. Also, it's from Bevmo, so it's almost guaranteed to be from <laughs> <laughs> from uh, eight months ago. Let's say. <laughs> All right, popping the top on this can. Oh my top! And there this is in a tall boy. Or is it a tallish boy? <laughs> you play like a half liter and four. Mmm. Wow, I can smell the hops from here. Okay. Well, I, it is an IPA, but it's a session IPA. I would like to give a Ooh. shout out. I am drinking this from my brand new Epic Film Guys podcast glass. Yes, and if you guys don't listen to Epic Film Guys, check them out. They're fantastic and part of the Movie Pod Squad. Yeah, they do, and occasionally they talk about how to grill up your fish tacos. <laughs> <laughs> <Giggity>. <laughs> All right, so she's taking the first right. sip. So actually, a nice little cloudy straw color beer. There are a lot of. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Care to put those into words, sweetie? <laughs> it's um, 
And there's some Simcoe in this. Oh, wow. And by some Simcoe... Some is an understatement, yeah. <laughs> I feel like um, a brewer bathed in Simcoe and then fermented it. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, 4.5% by volume. Um, yeah, very, very strong hop aroma. If this is a wolf pop, I don't think I could handle, like, the full pack. <laughs> I... Uh, if you were no, if no. you were a hophead and uh, you are not anti InBev, you're gonna really really like this beer. Yeah, um, it's actually very clean. Yeah, very yeah, clean finish. Uh, mm -hmm. Not a lot of bite to it, but I think that's on purpose being a session ale, so you can like drink it all day and it's not two hundred fifty three hundred <laughs> calories. Yeah, it'll burn your taste buds out, but it won't add the extra poundage. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, as uh, yeah, it's not not horrible compared to like other. Strong Simcoe beers, but yeah, just the light drinking beer. <laughs> yeah, we um, I'm just very Simcoe sensitive, so yeah. I'm like, Whew. yeah, let's say give it a shot. Uh, you can usually get a little, these uh, tallish boy cans for like two bucks, three bucks, something like that. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think actually were four. Were they? Yeah. But, oh. yeah, not bad. So the Wolf Cop. <laughs> yes. Oh, All right, this comes from a uh, writer director Lowell Dean. Uh, Is he <laughs> he's nobody, no. Uh, he's a Canadian <laughs> filmmaker. Uh, this was basically his first uh, feature film, and it was followed later by Another Wolf Cop. Yeah! Which we may have to check out, if we can find it. May. Oh, we're, uh, we're hunting this down. <laughs> and he uh, basically also does, like, uh, Canadian TV documentary series and stuff like that, but, um, yeah, he, he, he didn't, like, write face-off or anything like we would know. <laughs> uh, and, of course... Uh, here's the uh, the plot synopsis from IMDb. <laughs> As a series of strange and violent events begin to occur, an alcoholic policeman realizes that he has been turned into a werewolf as part of a larger plan. <laughs> uh, yeah. How, how does this movie start, sweetie? Um. So this movie starts with a guy waking up in bed next to a mostly naked chick, but she's naked the wrong way if they fuck. That's true. She has her underpants on and no bra. If they drunkenly fucked, she'd have no underpants on and the re all of the rest of her clothes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how drunk chicks work. Maybe she put them back on in the middle of the night or something. I don't or know. Or they just didn't fuck. Or that, that actually, that could be like... Uh, the, so the main character, his name is <laughs> Lou, Lou Garou, uh, played by Leo Fafard. Fun fact about him a little later. Um, but yeah, uh, he's an alcoholic. And mm -hmm. if you ever had any doubt of it, they really poured on, um, like Denzel in the movie Flight. No, except he, he does, does it have better. a specific beer. Yes. he does it better than Denzel in Flight. How on earth could something named Wolf Cop do alcoholism better <laughs> than Flight? It's in a Robert Zemeckis movie. <laughs> My bone to pick. If you've ever been around alcoholics, they have a couple of drinks. Sometimes they just have one drink. Yeah. They don't drink fucking everything in the liquor cabinet. Yeah, and they do light, want to vodka, whiskey, all the No, no, if you're fine, if you're, <laughs> <laughs> that hits home. No, no, no. <laughs> so, uh, no, if you're going out, if you're an alcoholic who's purchasing your beverages, if you like whiskey, you like whiskey. You probably have a beer or two that you like, and uh, you probably have some sort of mixer that you like. Yeah, like you don't always drink with mixer, but you can. If you like vodka, you like vodka, and you even have your brands of those hard liquors and that. Denzel drank fucking everything under the sun, and he bought everything under the sun, which is just you know. Denzel's character, not the actor. No, <laughs> you don't know that. You <laughs> I don't know that. that. I'm just you saying. don't know the man personally. <laughs> no, but Denzel's character—he they show the shot of his fridge, and every goddamn. 
beverage under the sun was in there, and that's not how an alcoholic's fridge would look like. You know what it would look like? Row after row after row of Negro Modelo. Negro Modelo, Bud Light, whatever, yeah, whatever your drink of choice is. Yeah, uh, and so I have to say that Lou Guru, he drinks beer, and he drinks whiskey. Lots and lots, lots of whiskey. Lots of whiskey. Like it's fucking colored water. <laughs> Which <laughs> are, I'm sure it is. But. <laughs> there are a couple of fantastic scenes where he drinks like an entire fifth. And yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah, even with it being water, it's like, look, look, look. And it's gone. It's like, wow. Method. By the way, one of my, the greatest scenes, uh, when I... His buddy handcuffs him. We'll get into it a little bit later, but uh, <laughs> he chugs the thing, and his uh, paranoid he chugs the fist of like Jim Bean, and his buddy's like, "Dude, you have a problem." <laughs> and it's like, you think aliens are trying to abduct your guns, and he's the one with the problem. We'll get to that, but yeah, he's a alcoholic cop. Uh, shows him like going into the station a couple hours late after his drunken night out with random Hoover. And no, no, it's oh no, that's right, it was the bartender. She's the bartender. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, but uh, he goes in, and there's uh, employee of the month, <laughs> Tina. Uh, Tina, who's the <laughs> exactly like seventeen months straight. Yeah, <laughs> and and I love how it's like, oh yeah, it's obviously not a model wearing glasses or whatever. It's like one of those things, <laughs> movie tropes. But uh, and then the chief of police who looks like every balding white chief of police ever made. But <laughs> he kind of looks like Red from the '70s show. Hold on for a second. Okay. Blended with the guy from the Allstate commercials. J.K. Simmons? Yes. And then yeah. you throw in a little bit of Skinner. Yeah. From the X-Files. It does have a little bit of Skinner uh, in there. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. Um, but what we're saying is, he's a bald white man with an authoritative figure. Indeed. <laughs> um, and he's basically, like, get your shit together, your your dad would be disappointed in you, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I don't blah, expect God you to be a good soul. cop, I just expect you to show up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's uh, quite the pension you got going on there. <laughs> I'll get in on that. We also find out later that uh, Tina's dad used to own the town bar. That's true. Yeah. So she's, and uh, Lou's dad used to be the sheriff. Mm-hmm. So uh, everybody, you know, is old town. And uh, yeah, the whole town, also his drive into work. Yeah. They live in a shithole. Yeah, they live in a real little shithole town. Um, and I love the, the exposition of the uh, the radio guys. That was very well done. Yeah, it was actually pretty well done because they talk about, uh, they're, they're sponsored by Liquor Donuts. Yeah. Which sounds amazing. We've got to get some of them. <laughs> Liquor Donuts. What else do you need? What else do you need? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they're talking about the upcoming Drink and Shoot, which is an annual event yeah. they hold in this town of, uh, of like Woodhaven or... Fairhaven, Wolfhaven, Wolf we'll say, I don't know, something we'll like that. Haven, that sounded right. Yeah, uh, this northeastern town. Um, I feel like they were in Canada. Uh, yeah, they were probably in Canada, that's yeah, true. It, it, I mean, I kind of got like a Boston vibe from it, like outside of Boston somewhere kind of a thing, like Massachusetts-y, but knowing he's Canadian and then there was, they called his underpants something. Gitch, yeah, I was going to say, like, it was, all, it was one of those things like, oh, I wonder where they're filming this, blah, 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 because yeah, they didn't have like the ending every sentence with A and Hoser and stuff, like <laughs> like it's Strange Brew. But then, like, right in the middle of the movie, his buddy asks him, like, take off your gitch. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, take off your gitch. And I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> what is a gitch? And so we Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> it's underpants. Indeed. Or as I like to call them, underbunnies. Underbunnies, yes. Canadi- <laughs> Canadian male underbunnies are probably yeah. called. Uh, gitch, ginch, gorch, or gotch, according... Uh, it's a big country, the yeah. variances. Yeah, apparently New Brunswick is a gorge. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so yeah, he 
Goes around being a cop, uh, shittily, and drinking all along the way, oh, going no, to bars to go and strip and clubs. and investigate things and just hangs out at the bar all day. Yeah. Uh, his, one of his buddies calls in and says, like, uh, hey, some weird things going on outside my... It was like the shooting range or whatever he's he has, on. He has the, the gun shop. Gun shop, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's like, this isn't just another one of them possums running around, is it? And he's like, chitter, chitter, chitter. Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that possum was up to something. Yeah. But his friend, his friend's one of the best parts of this movie. He's just this wild-eyed, oh, yeah. like, conspiracy theory guy. He's the Jamie Kennedy of this movie. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie Kennedy, but like, screams. less yeah. obnoxious than Jamie Kennedy somehow. Yeah, he, he's fantastic. Um, oh, also there's a mayoral race. Oh, the yeah. mayor who's been in, in office for like 40-something years versus the new guy. The new guy who wants change. The city doesn't, no longer needs to be a shithole under the reign of mayor. Old white lady. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's investigating, goes to a bar. Uh, you know, of course, everybody's like, oh, yeah, this guy's here, and he's kind of a shitty cop, blah, blah, blah. New guy comes in. By the way, has a mayor ever gone into a bar and just been like, you guys are living in shit. We need to change this. And I blah, feel like in small towns they probably do. And they get a warm reception? <laughs> no, I think they get about the same reception this guy gets, which is yeah, like a bottle thrown at his head. <laughs> oh, also, the leader of the local crime gang is there with his uh, oh, yes. baby face with his little teardrop tattoo. Yeah, teardrop tattoo and like, pounds of makeup and blush. Okay, <laughs> okay, the, the leader of this gang, he 100% looked like young Joey Fatone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he, he definitely had a, a boy band look to him. Yeah, I was not buying him as uh, getting teardrop tattoos. I was buying him as that was the scariest thing he could think of for Halloween. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, of course, he's at the bar because he's banging the bartender. Uh, the Wait, who is? Lou Garou. Oh, Lou Garou is. Sorry. Okay, yeah. we're talking. We had a lot of keys going. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, a lot of. We're playing the pronoun game. Um, uh, play, uh, what's her name? Jessica. Isn't that the bartender's name? I'll go with it. Yeah, Jessica, uh, who's oddly hot for this movie, and so immediately suspicious. Oh yeah, yeah. No, she's for sure like the hottest one there, and like she. There's just there's a couple of things where like I don't know she handles things a little too well, and it's like oh she's a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. She, she's very calm in uncalm circumstances and stuff, uh, especially as the movie progresses. Um, right. Okay, so he's investigating some noises out in the dark one night. Uh, um, well, so first his buddy catches a bunch of teens, like, making satanic symbols behind yeah. the... Uh, the gun shop. The gun shop. Uh, everybody's talking about the famous walking bear of Wood yeah. Creek or whatever. Yeah. Woodhaven walking bear. It's like, who the hell has ever called anything a walking bear? Bears walk. It's what they do. <laughs> it's like, ooh, the great northeastern swimming fish. <laughs> back in my day, we used to hunt turkeys, which were called walking birds back then. <laughs> <laughs> They're not in our belt, which was the style at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch The Simpsons, all of it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's investigating that out by like the cemetery or something, like you know, uh, some, uh, well, out in the, the woods. woods somewhere. Yeah, yeah where, where, the, where the drinking sheet's supposed to be. Yeah, and he finds the uh, the young mayoral candidate whose name I totally forgot uh, uh, hanging from a tree. His last name was Wallace, like Leo Wallace or Lenny oh, Wallace yeah. or something. Terry Wallace. Uh, Terry Wallace. Okay. Um, but yeah, so they find his corpse, but. Uh, they he also finds out that he the Lou Guru got 
knocked out or something, and or you just kind so of he blacked finds out. Terry hanging from the tree, and Terry's like, "Help! Help! They're they're after me!" And help. then behind you. Oh yeah, behind you. Yeah, yeah and then right. yeah, he gets knocked unconscious, and then he wakes up in his bed the next morning. Oh, yeah. With a n- no. Yeah. 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 Was, he was in his bed oh, yeah, at yeah. home. Yeah, he, um, he wakes up and then he's like, he goes to shave and his uh, five o'clock shadow ma- <laughs> just grows right back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's the first thing he knows is weird. And then he takes his shirt off and realizes there's it's a pentagram a carved pentagram into his chest. I'm like, that would be the first thing I'd kind of was like, man, I'm kind of itchy on my torso for some reason. Like, holy shit, somebody's carved a satanic symbol in my chest. Also, he chooses not to mention this to anyone. No, he just like throws the big like gauze pad or whatever on yep. it. And, and then he gets a call from his boss, and uh, he's got to show up at the station, and his boss is like, so how did how did the night uh, night shift go? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Lou's just like, mm, uneventful. uneventful. And then it's like, well, we got a dead body in the woods, so... And it turns out it's Terry Wallace. <laughs> okay, I know this guy, so I'm not that Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and Lou starts to have like, weird little flashbacks of like people holding him down, yeah. and Terry like, being bled out. But when they find Terry's body, it looks like uh, his throat's been ripped out by some sort of animal. Patrick and Swayze. Yes. No. <laughs> Pain don't hurt. And then, That's uh, definitely Dalton. He's also got a whole bunch of, uh, it looks like he's been shooting up, so they're yeah. assuming it's an OD. An OD, with a, and his throat was ripped out by, like, coyotes or yeah, animals. some sort of animal. Um, uh, yeah, and so everybody in town basically shows up to check Jack's body. By the way, I love the coroner, coroner in this. He's just constantly eating while working on the bodies, yeah. like setting his <laughs> like donut, donut or sandwich on the bodies. It's pretty great. <laughs> I love yeah. characters that eat and everything. I really do. You like Brad Pitt in Ocean's movies? <laughs> That's like the best part of those movies. Yeah, I don't know about that. But, uh, yeah. So so they find the body. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. Uh, Luguru goes to the bar again. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, other stuff happens between, but doesn't matter. Um, and then he has his first transformation. Where does the transformation start, honey? It, well, uh, in the bathroom, I assume is what you're getting at. Or you mean on his anatomy? <laughs> uh, he starts like having like serious indigestion, pain, and vomiting a little bit. And then he's also super drunk. Yeah, he's also super drunk. Okay, because he's and then he goes to take a piss. He goes to take a piss, and he starts transforming into a werewolf. Uh, and Via the penis. Yes. Penis first, just bursting out with a little <laughs> dog lipstick thing right out of there. Uh, then everything starts growing, getting hairy, and he's, like, ripping his human skin off. It's actually pretty well done. I actually, like, so there's a lot of different ways werewolves can transform. I thought that was very interesting ways, that he basically shed his human skin to become the werewolf. Yeah. And then we got later got the scene where they get to play with his face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this guy looks like you. Oh, yeah. So, so what happens is while he's transforming, these three the, uh, thug guys come in. They're supposed to like beat him up or something. They're supposed to bring him back to the boss. That's right. That's right. Yeah, the guy with the the eye tattoo, mm-hmm. yeah, baby face. <laughs> We're gonna call him baby face gangster. Um, there we go. But uh, what happens is they go down there. They, they walk into the bathroom and there is fucking blood and pieces of skin everywhere. Oh my god. Like, all over the walls, all in the sink. There's, like, trails and, like, slide. Ugh. There's a face on a fucking sink. So, 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 well, alright, so we'll, well, Lou turns into the werewolf 
eats two of the three thugs. One of the thugs runs back to the boss. And then Lou leaves the bar. Uh, we then cut to Lou the next morning, uh, handcuffs with pink fuzzy handcuffs yeah. in his bed. Yeah. And his uh, crackpot buddy is there buddy. to make him eggs. Yeah. And then his buddy's explaining to him, like, oh, man, you're you're a werewolf, man. And, and like, no, I'm not. Whatever. Fuck you. I don't remember, remember last night. And yeah. The video, only video you have is you shooting me with a tranquilizer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was supposed to get you. Yeah. Uh, By the way, that that is a really funny video. Because it just starts with, like, I just shot Lou Drew with, like, seven tranks. Lou? <laughs> Buddy, oh shit, he's out. That's <laughs> 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 while he's like drinking coffee or uh, swigging whiskey, or whatever, to like sober up, and <laughs> like, yeah, it's a great video, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I could have one hundred percent see one of your friends doing yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> this proves nothing. <laughs> like, yeah, it's fun. Though. You are a werewolf. This looks like you just shot me with tranquilizers last night. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, uh, so... Yeah, uh, he, oh, and Lou starts... Uh, he goes to the library to do some research yes. on uh, occult, and he screams in the middle of the library, yeah. Where are your books on occult? No, where are your books on devil worshipping? <laughs> and, of course, the three people there are like, uh... <laughs> yeah. And then cutting to him looking up a bunch of stuff about, like, canthropy, and his buddy's mm -hmm. there with him, kind of researching it. Yeah, too. and then he gets the call that there's been a murder at the bar. Yeah. And so he goes over to the bar, and then that's when there's skin and flesh everywhere. They play with the face. Yeah. It kind of looks like you. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and say they're all the worst police officers in the world, because yes. they said they had two bodies. They had three faces. So technically, yeah. that's three bodies, right? <laughs> you would think. Just like, like just like adding up all the parts together, it's like, uh, actually there's a third one. Well, most of a third. All right, your dad was a police officer. He was. If you would, if he would in that situation, he would consider it three dead individuals. I would assume he would count faces and or foreskins <laughs> and. <laughs> oh my God! I found a foreskin over here. Do those those guys both still have their those foreskin? Those guys still have them, right? All Jesus, right. we need more Jews in this town. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, basically from there he finds out he's a werewolf and the full moon. Like, like his buddy fills in a bunch of the exposition they're doing. Um, and that's like there's an eclipse coming up in two or three days. Mm -hmm. that and point. that's when werewolves are the weakest. Oh, and he reads in his occult book, it talks about how there are shapeshifters and oh, they yeah. can live forever if they drink the blood of a werewolf. And it can last them for decades. And then Lou has uh, memories to when his dad died in the line of duty. 32 years ago was the last time the drink and shoot was canceled. It was and also uh, the last eclipse. The last eclipse. Tina's dad was also killed, um, which we'll play in later. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's like, hmm, every 32 years the, uh, the drink and shoot gets canceled and the walking bear of Woodhaven is on a rampage or some <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, it's, uh, I guess you can kind of see where it's going from here, where it's like there's certain people that are shapeshifters, and, you know, Honestly, the they best, all want Lou. The, the best part of the movie happens right in the middle of the movie, and it's everything you want. He transforms into a, a werewolf. <laughs> a wolf cop. <laughs> he drinks a bunch of liquor, and then goes out and destroys vandals. Yeah, the liquor gives him strength, makes him like the strongest werewolf they've ever seen, and stuff Basically, like that. Basically, yes. Or, yeah. His years of drinking actually make him... And he modifies his, uh, oh, his Jesus. car, which is ridiculous. Uh, by the way, music for this movie done by Shooting Guns. Woo! 
and it's actually a pretty cool little soundtrack. Uh, aside from that last song, uh, that was the or you know the the end the credit song that opened up our podcast. Uh, it's you know it's a lot of it's very like Robert Rodriguez kind of. Yeah, uh, it's very it's very metal. Yeah, and it fits it fits everything fits in this. But uh, yeah, let's not spoil the ending for yeah. them. Yeah, uh, because there's a lot of twists and turns. There is, um, and it's just a lot of good campy fun. Uh, check it out. Uh, it was streaming for a while. Uh, it might be on Netflix and stuff again, but if not, check it out on Amazon. It's definitely worth two ninety nine. Yeah, support these guys. Like this yeah. was fun. They did a really good job. It, you know, what I liked about it, it didn't feel low budget. Yeah. It didn't feel like it was a million dollar movie either, or you know, or you know, billion dollar movie. Sorry, I don't know how to adjust. Fun things. fact about that later too. <laughs> but yeah, Wolf Cop. Check it Wolf out. Wolf Cop. Uh, but first. Mm. Hmm. No? He transformed Dick first. <laughs> <laughs> that was close. Uh, but first, we have another beer. This one comes all the way from the Beehive State of Utah. Woo! Uh, Bohemian Brewery in Midvale. Um, and it is the Viennese uh, Amber Lager. Uh, Vienna-style Amber Lager. Yeah! Uh, these guys make you know, decent lagers. Uh, they're about 4%. They're a little watered down for Utah. Uh, you know, for the Utah market, which is just how it is, and so they're able to sell it in supermarkets. Um, but yeah, brought some. Sure. All right. Yeah, we out. were recently in Utah for a wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations to my brother Kyle. Got married to Nikki. Congrats. Uh, so here we go with the beer. Boom. And this is just a regular 12 ounce can. Yeah, regular 12 ounce can. And the pour. Mm, getting this, getting my youth out of this epic film guy's glass. Interesting color. Yeah, it's kind of a coppery color. A um, little reddish, a little cloudy. Excuse me. Smells uh, smells nice and malty. He's going in for the set. Oh God, the look on his face. No, no, no. Um, yeah, it's malt forward, obviously, being a an amber lager, kind of like a Oktoberfest almost. Um. I don't know what is these these beers, uh, especially in the cans. They seem to have a little bit of a tinniness to them. They, they're not. It almost tastes like it's going sour, and not in yeah. an unpleasant way, but not. It doesn't taste like an amber lager. Yeah. It tastes like if you told me this was a ghost day, I would believe you more. Like <laughs> simply going on the taste. Or an overweening or something. No, not quite that bad. But. Yeah. Um. I don't know. We actually. So we had this discussion beforehand because we actually went to their um their restaurant and brewery. Yep. Which was awesome. At the corner of State Street and 7200 South. <laughs> it's like right next to the Shane Company. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the food was phenomenal. If you find yourself yeah, in northern Utah, hit it up. Oh my god, we had schnitzel and spatzel and chicken yeah. paprikash. Holy shit, it was delicious. And the beers were pretty good. Indeed. And they were better there than any of the ones we've gotten in cans. Yeah, that's why, that's why I think unfortunately it might be the cans. But yeah, if you can get it straight from the source, it's, they're they're a little better. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Don't think out, I can recommend the, the cans, but the, definitely. The food is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Honestly, just think if you think of them as a uh, a restaurant with some pretty decent beer, especially their quote unquote high point beer. <laughs> yeah, the ones over four percent. They're like five and a half percent. Jesus, what is wrong with you, Utah? Get your shit together. Uh, they'll get together when the money's right. <laughs> So you got some super fun facts for us, don't you, my love? I do. Super fun facts with fun, fun facts. Uh, first, uh, Leo Farrard, uh, the main actor who plays Lou Guru, uh, he is a dolly grip and electrician, not an actor. Nice. 
he got Lee just because uh, he's the one that wanted to dress up in the wolf makeup. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'll sit for like six and a half hours in makeup. Right, yeah, sure, yeah, make me the star. Uh, Lou Guru is also French for werewolf. Oh, alright. We're about French, French wolves later this month. Yeah! <laughs> By the way, big shout out to uh, Ruben... <laughs> whose middle name is Wolf, and his wife Erica for supporting us on Patreon. Ah, we love um, you guys! As well as the uh, Four Finger Discount Podcast. Love you guys. Uh, this movie is also winner of the 2013 Cineku Film Accelerator, which awarded the film $1 million Canadian in financing uh, and a guaranteed release through Canada's Cineplex chain. Hot damn! So, you mentioned it, like, you know what the budget was? Apparently about a million Canadian. Excellent! <laughs> uh... <laughs> Uh, Sarah Lynn, the actress that played uh, Jessica or the bartender or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, she used a body double for her love scene. Of course she did. We didn't mention the love scene in this movie. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we, all right, so There's fun, a love scene in this movie. Fun fact. <laughs> some people apparently get off by half man, half beast. It's true. I mean, it's pretty explicit. Yeah. Hide your children <laughs> and your sensitive pets. There, there, there are breast grabbed... Multiple Several times. times. <laughs> yeah, naked boobies in those werewolf claws. And, and one of them looks like they're wearing a sweater. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's the fun facts that I have. But more Excellent. fun facts, because I asked you guys, that movie pod squad and Potter and family, uh, what is your favorite cop movie? You know, obviously inspired <laughs> by the wolf cop. <sighs> uh, old Steel Radio Show, uh, they said the Lethal Weapon series. Excellent choices. Yeah, one of the pioneers of the buddy cops. Uh, Glamour J. All I can think of is the old Charles Bronson movies, which I can't remember the names of. I could use a good 70s or 80s cop movie now. Agreed. There we go. That'd be uh, Death Wish, right? Yeah, Death Death Wish. He's not a cop. I think he was a cop in the first one. No, no, he's a vigilante because the cops won't do anything about his wife's murder. That's right, that's right. But technically it does have cops. Yeah, there are cops in it. I'll allow it. (laughs) Uh, the FMK show, uh, Bad Boys 2, one of the only good Michael Bay films. Bad Boys, Bad Boys, what you gonna do? Are you excited for Bad Boys for Life? Oh my god, like nobody's business. <laughs> I will not pay to see it, but I'm excited it's coming. <laughs> uh, Cadaver Cast, uh, I know I'm late on this, but feel uh, compelled to admit I watched Samurai Cop more than any other cop movie. There, I said it. I never heard of Samurai Cop. We're gonna have to hunt that down. Yeah, sounds all right. Uh, James Hatton, The Departed. Yeah. Uh, the STST cast, Training Day. Yeah. Uh, Afterthoughts also said The Departed. It's a good one. Uh, Ruben, uh, aka Mr. Wolf. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, Turner and Hooch is also nice. Yeah. Uh, oh, he said Robocop, and then uh, Turner and Hooch is also nice, I think. Hold on. I'm looking it up here on Twitter, and it's all over the place. Thirty uh, something podcast RoboCop. I find I find more to love about that movie every time I watch it. True. Uh, Kung Fu Drive-In podcast RoboCop. Uh, Exo Squad Goals, which is a great name for it. <laughs> that is account. pretty great. Uh, Time Cop. Yes, Time uh, Cop. Uh, Monty Brantley, uh, Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Cop movie. It yeah, absolutely sure. is. Uh, the sheriff is near. <laughs> Death by Film, uh, they said Departed. Actually, it was a gift of Marky Mark saying, maybe, maybe not, maybe <laughs> fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, countdown Pod. Uh, 
Oh, yeah, they gave a list. Lethal Weapons 1 and 2, Dread, Hot Fuzz, Die Hard, Robocop, and The Departed. Uh, and then I asked them, what about Tango and Cash? Cause I was about to say, I am horribly <laughs> disappointed that nobody's mentioned Tango and Cash. Who right. else can stop a ra- raging semi with a handgun? Right? <laughs> um, Kung Fu Drive-In podcast also said uh, Die Hard. I like, yeah, it's a Christmas buddy cop movie. <laughs> you know what's desperately missing from this list? What's that? Cobra. Oh, Cobra. <laughs> Marion Cobretti. Oh, Cobretti. Oh, here we are. The State of Podcast. Tango and Cash. Thank you. You guys are goddamn American heroes. Basement Condition. Uh, they said Kindergarten Cop, Die Hard Lethal Weapon, Beverly Hills Cop, and Robocop. <laughs> Which makes sense. Uh, quote unquote guilty. The Raid Redemption. Yeah. They also added, I got an erection just typing that. As you should. <laughs> yeah, no, raid boners are real. Oh. oh, the other one Ruben mentioned was Kindergarten Cop. Oh, Sorry. of course. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> split up here. Uh, the More Gooder Than podcast, Hot Fuzz. Nothing comes close. <laughs> Hot Fuzz is pretty good. Hot Fuzz is good, but again, I mean, when was the last time you watched Cobra? Right. <laughs> I <laughs> challenge Can it hold a candle to Canon Films? No. I mean, well, I'm just saying, like, how many other people keep their gun kit cleaning kit in the fridge with their eggs? True. Or can eat like a third of a slice of pizza with a knife and fork. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on, people. These are like serious cop issues that need to be addressed. And last one, CNC Geekcast, Dread. Yeah. It was a really fantastic action film on par with the John Wick franchise, and it was unfortunate they did the 3D gimmick. 3D gimmick actually worked pretty well with the the slow mo or whatever. I didn't watch it. You didn't watch the I didn't Dread, see the new Dread. It's basically Raid. But with dread. Nice. I did see the Robocop remake. And I was <laughs> delighted. I will say I'm the only person who will ever say delighted and Robocop in the same sentence. Not because of the movie. The movie is a total garbage fire. But right <laughs> smack dab in the middle of it, there's a musical montage featuring Hocus Pocus by Focus. Okay, it's the act, the training action scene for those that have seen it. We literally watch it going like, Oh god, what is this movie over? Wait, <laughs> what? What it, Wait, you hear that? See, <laughs> is that my phone? This is the greatest rock song that involves yodeling that was ever created. <laughs> by the way, if you don't know what we're talking about, Google Hocus Pocus by Focus, play the first 70s video you see, and be prepared to have your world opened up. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of being prepared to have your world opened up, we went to beer camp. Woo! Uh, Sierra Nevada's Beer Camp was here in San Francisco. Beer Camp across the world, bitches! That's right. They uh, did 12 collaboration brews with 12 uh, breweries from around the world. And, of course, we have the 12-pack. So the first selection we have from that uh, was their collaboration with Anger Brewery. Uh, A-Y-I-N-G-E-R. It's a German brewery, I believe. I'm not sure where they're located, though. Doesn't say on the back, but I'm assuming they're in Bavaria somewhere. Um... But is there Dunkelweizen or Dunkelweiss? Sorry. Oh, we love Dunkelweiss. Yeah. Legends of the Green Tree, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay, it's a wheat beer. <laughs> so it's a dark wheat beer. It's a dark wheat beer. If you've dark never wheat had, beer. If you've never had a Dunkelweiss. It is a Hefeweizen, but made with dark malt. So you get a lot more of the caramely maltiness. Oh, my God. It is wonderful and delicious. And here's the top. Oh, my top. There you go. And the pour. Look, 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 look
Ooh, that I'm just going to have to suck some of his head. Mm. Well, she's making incredible noises doing that. <laughs> I'll, uh, yeah, it's mm. a nice uh, dark brown color. Uh, Cloudy, as it should be, because it's a... Vitebeer. It's a Vitebeer. Steve's going to go in for the sip here. All right. Oh, the look on his face. I think he just came. That is really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's got the, uh, the caramels and little cloves. You get the banana flavor off of it, yeah. a little bit of like bubble gum. It's everything you want in Dunkle Bites, and this is an excellent example. Absolutely. Uh, get them while you can. They're probably on sale at BevMo or uh, any other pretentious beer shop out there. Yeah, it'll <laughs> probably be $35 for the 30-pack. But you know what? There's some really good beers this year. Mm. Not going to lie, last year I was a little disappointed with the yeah. selection. This year, Much absolutely better. not. I, if you're going to spend $35 on a 12-pack uh, of beer, <laughs> this is probably yeah, the one. There's a lot of weird, strange ones that will probably come up on future podcasts, mm -hmm. like everything from like a ginger lager to that raspberry sundae. Raspberry sundae stout, the uh, Thai iced tea stout. Yeah, like barley wines, like barley barley wines yeah. is one of them. Like, uh, just all different kinds of beers. Lot, like they, collection. they really, really did a lot of diversity and, this year. And don't worry, they have IPAs and double IPAs, too, for you hopheads out there. Uh, but, yeah, Sierra Nevada, awesome stuff. Killing it. And you know what? You can all get it now because they have, like, two breweries across the nation. Well, I mean, it's I guess true. the Aussies uh, will have a harder time getting it. But you know what? That's what Amazon was designed for. That's right. And if you're going to go to Amazon... Click through. Yeah, click through eilfm.podbean.com. Woo! And make, sure you, link. make sure you follow us for updates. Sweetie, before we go, mm -hmm. what did we learn from this movie? I learned that werewolf transformation starts in the penis, and that's why it's always so painful. <laughs> uh, the topics nobody else wants to talk about. We tackled the tough uh, issues on this podcast. I learned that Canadian male underwear is called a gitch, a gotch, a gurch, or a gorch, or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> typically a gitch, though, apparently. All right. Um, I also learned puppy poaching is a crime. Puppy poaching is a crime. <laughs> there were uh, little posters up at the police station saying puppy poaching <laughs> is a crime, and it was like, geez, thanks, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a whole through line of uh, people's pets are going missing right before the drinking shoe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, God, the drinking shoe. I learned that needs to be a thing. Right? This Far away from here. What could go wrong? <laughs> Honey, I believe that's just called your family reunion. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah. Shout out to Steve's family. You guys Woo! are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Reunion's coming up. Anyway. Woo, drink a show. Uh, so, yeah. Um, until, until next time, uh, make sure you check out MoviePodSquad, MoviePodSquad.com, and the hashtag on uh, Twitter to find all different kinds of great podcasts out there. Uh, hit us up on Patreon, see if you want to donate a few shekels and get some uh, bonuses and stuff. Um, yeah. i got one more thing, honey. Yeah, Aren't yeah. you going to wish your beautiful wife happy birthday? Yeah, say happy birthday in a few days, beautiful. <laughs> That's why we're doing Wolf Month, because I love werewolf movies and wolves in general, and it's my birthday month, so we're going to fucking celebrate by watching all these great, amazing werewolf movies, because what could be wrong with a werewolf movie? And we're also going to be watching uh, Wonder Woman and The Mummy. Oh, be on the lookout for those mini episodes. I am so excited. Wonder Mummy Weekend! <laughs> oh, the mummy looks so bad. I am excited it, for it. It should be appallingly amazing. Oh, I'm so excited, Steve. I, I haven't <laughs> been this excited since... Ooh, looking at those nipples. You're really excited. King Arthur. I think I have been this excited since <laughs> King Arthur. 
<laughs> I don't care who everyone says King Arthur was good. King Arthur was awesome. <laughs> it wasn't great, but it was good. <laughs> All right, here's the question. Do you like Guy Ritchie films? Yeah. Do you like the Gilmore Girls type dialogue where it's very fast talking back and forth? Yeah. Do you like Kung Fu in the middle of... Uh, medieval uh, England? Middle yes. Then this movie is for you. Kung Fu, George. Are, are you worried about the history of King Arthur and getting it accurate? Absolutely not. Perfect. This movie was made for I also us. love giant elephant war machines. Yes. <laughs> do you love anything that has to do with Lord of the Rings, World of Warcraft, any of that kind of bullshit? This movie is for you. <laughs> and also Wolf Cop. No. <laughs> oh, Wolf Cop. <laughs> Uh, so until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Bye.